Hey friends, welcome to Monday. Yep, another week. Brand new month. Month of May. And here we go. It's May 3rd. It's Monday and we're talking about ramblings today. Got a whole bunch of stuff. But first, you're listening to ADHD. It's the force within with me, Mark. Okay, so today I started out with this one thought about underdog thinking, which led me as I was taking a shower just before I came out here, to thinking of other things like art and music and everything that ADHD people think about or may think about. Over the years, I've talked to a lot of people, as I told you, and I've heard different things. And there's certain things I found that were constant thinking. Some of it was underdog thinking, that they were always the underdog at a job or on a project or maybe their business. Other thinking was that they were weird in the type of music they liked or the art they liked. I found a lot of people with ADHD like modern art, uh, abstract art, because it was different. It was, it kept our attention, keeps my attention. And some of the people I talked to, some felt the same way. Others liked more traditional impressionist and, you know, very, uh, matter of fact art that they could grab onto. Others, like myself, loved the idea of abstract, that it just flowed and it kept our mind thinking of all these different potential. And the same with music. There's people I've met over the years that believe in like ADHD makes you think differently about music and how you listen. You know, stuff that's very uh, set in its way. I mean, standard stuff, like even the old rock and roll things and all. But when it comes to jazz, it was jazz fusion and and not cool jazz. I'm talking about old, fat, like Miles Davis and um, Herbie Hancock and John Coltrane, stuff that was avant-garde and, because it makes your mind wander. Well, it's the same for underdog thinking. It, it kind of does the same effect because... You're always looking up. You're always thinking you're behind the eight ball, that you, you, you don't have the next best mousetrap. Maybe you do. The thing is, is that all of this, all of what I'm getting at today in these ramblings is, these are all things that people with ADHD go through and think about. And, and sometimes if they get together, they discuss it. A lot of times, people don't bring this out because they don't want people to look at them differently. And, you know, like, I listen to certain music during the day that keeps me structured, and then I'll get into something more avant-garde, a little Miles or a little Coltrane, because I need that uh, creativity to, to get me going. I might lose my creativity, my little spark of the day, and that gets it back. Well, maybe it's looking at some Jackson Pollock canvases that just blow you away because it's like, it's just a bunch of paint thrown at the canvas, but God, it's so alive, it's so vibrant, it makes you think and it brings your life back. Now, on the other side, maybe you've never thought of this. Maybe it's never dawned on you to do that. I want you to try it. If you're in that point with your ADHD where it's stagnant, where it's, what do I do next? Go look at something that you never looked at. 
pull up a Jackson Pollock. Pull up a bunch of them. Put them on your screen and just say, whoa, look at this. Listen to something different in music. Test your listening skills. And when it comes to underdog thinking, push the limits. Don't take for granted that you're the underdog. Don't accept the underdog rule of thumb. You can, you can, you can be there. You can, you can use that to your benefit, but don't just become complacent. I remember, I don't know if you remember this, maybe you're not old enough, but back in the day with the rental car uh, fights, Hertz was always number one, and Avis was number two. And Avis used to say, hey, we're number two, we try harder. That was a great commercial. But I remember this friend of mine who was a motivational speaker who used to talk about underdog thinking. And he would tell me, you know, there's nothing wrong with that thinking. It's how you use those thoughts. It's how you use that thinking is what's wrong. If you stick with, I'm an underdog, I'm never going to get any place, it's going against the grain. But if you use it the other way, which is I'm an underdog, but I'm going to become the top dog and I'm going to work at it, whether you hit that mark or not, you're working at it. You have something to be proud of. So it goes back to like art and music. Some people don't get it. They see, a, they see a mess of paints on the canvas and they don't understand what that meant to the painter or what it could mean to you because all you see is, oh, wow, look at this mess. But if you sit there and really study it and start thinking about how our mind is made up with ADHD and how that painting probably mimics our head and it actually, if you study it, you start seeing things that you never saw before. You start feeling things inside that you never felt before. Same for music. All of a sudden, you put on a Miles Davis, and you're thinking, God, this is, this is nuts. What's he doing? He's all over the place. And all of a sudden, you start really listening. You're falling into it, and you're, you're getting into the groove, and all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you understand what he's doing. You understand why he goes like that or plays a note like that or why it sounds flat when it, you think it should be perfect, and it's not. It's not supposed to be. And the musicians are kind of free-forming everything, and it's coming together, and before you know it, you're into it, and you realize what's taking place. It's the same. It's all thinking. It's all about our thoughts and how we use them. It's our eyes, our ears, our, our sound, everything. You guys have a great Monday. We'll be back tomorrow. This is Mark. This is ADHD. It's the force within. And remember that. It is the force within. Have a great day, folks.